Hello, hello again. Welcome back. Going Rogue number two. Numero dos. And if you liked our first uh, Going Rogue with Joey, where we talked about internet dating, the lies we tell, uh, we are going to do it again because we just love talking about it. And it's with another Jersey fave because you know the Jersey people. We keep it real. (laughs) Um, and she's also, her name's Alyssa. And she's, oh my God, we love her. She's a very talented writer. And she's also just an honest, fun girl that's going to have a lot of fun stories to tell when it comes to dating, online dating, and, and everything in between. So without further ado, enjoy. Welcome, Alyssa. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. We're sexy little dishes. You're a sexy little dish. Thank you for coming on and spending some time with us on this fine Sunday evening. It's an honor, guys. I've I've been waiting for this moment, and I almost (laughs) shit my pants when you reached out. Oh my god! So you saw Joey's episode, and you're ready to dive in. Yeah, I feel like him and I are just like cousins. From an extended family, and it's, I, I loved what he had to say. I feel like I've got similar things, obviously different perspective, because mm-hmm. I'm a lady. But, uh, but <laughs> are yeah. You, though? you are a lady. You're the ladies of ladies. The lady of ladies. <laughs> um, anyway. So, <laughs> we're just going to go head first. Um, how, in your opinion, do you feel that either women in general or you personally change in presenting yourself when you're trying to meet someone um i i would say in general if it's different on a dating app versus in real life or just all around like what are the things you find yourself doing when you're trying to when you're presenting yourself i feel like this is just like a huge personality trait of mine i'm constantly i don't want to say i'm a people pleaser but i'm adapting to different people's energies i don't know if Mm -hmm. it's a libra thing Mm -hmm. Uh, so I find myself kind of changing energies and I do that, especially when I'm dating, it's like the Mm -hmm. switch goes on and it's almost like you don't see my vulnerable side right away. I think that I feel like a lot of women try to play it. Like I'm not crazy, you know, like I'm not (laughs) like that, even though we all have a little bit in there. So Mm -hmm. I feel like for me, I try to give off this like cool tomboy energy. Like I'm not like that. Like I'm one of the guys, you know, I'm not sensitive, even though I know that I am. So Mm -hmm. I feel like I've noticed myself do that a lot. And it's like, but guys, I feel like they would want to see that kind of softer side. So I think that I'm learning to just like drop that whole kind of persona that I've been doing and just trying Mm -hmm. to like approach it right away from this more like authentic place, I guess. And just Mm -hmm. kind of tone it down, which took so long to do. Have you been very long time? Have you ever been like called out from guys just being like, I wish you were more like this or I wish you're more of a tomboy? Like, yeah, no, it's funny because even just the other day, my brother is a bartender and I would always go in and visit him. And of course, he's introducing to me like all these like guys that I don't I know that he doesn't think that I would look at them as like love interests. And so obviously, you know, I'm not going to be like, hey, but I feel like I'm a little I don't know. He he was like, you're prickly like you're kind of like an asshole to guy and I'm like dude I don't want the guys that you're introducing me to so I'm not gonna like be all soft and mushy it's like you're like I don't want your friends so so it it pissed me off he's like you're prickly I'm like I don't can you can I buy a vowel like I don't understand that and obviously when you're 
When your That's family right. is telling you something, you take it really personal more yeah. than mm -hmm. like somebody else telling you. So I'm like, fuck off. You know what? You need to learn how to express yourself. <laughs> like men don't know how to express themselves. So my ego got in the way and I'm like, well, you're this. But I feel like I heard that recently from him. And then there was somebody else. Well, not going to name I mean, drop. I but I feel like yeah. I've tried that actually like I've witnessed a little bit of that. Not like I'm like, oh, yeah, she's prickly. But like a little while ago, like remember when I tried to set you up with a guy friend? I don't remember, but I'm sure you did. But he was like, she was so like, she was so mean, and I was like, oh my what? god, like what just because god? she's not which into you. What guy? You, I'm which... not saying. Make, His name's Winston. <laughs> We're gonna name every guy this episode an old man. So guys who I've dated, don't worry, I'm not gonna name drop you. I'll call you Erwin or Goss or Stanley. <laughs> I don't remember this guy, friend. It doesn't matter. I, the The point is, it's like <laughs> just because you're not interested doesn't make you a prickly bitch. It just is like I have the energy mm -hmm. that I'm willing to give out. And I'm yeah. not just going to dole it out freely yeah. to every motherfucker that yeah. wants to pay me attention, you know? Like, and, like, yeah. as females, yeah. too, I think we have to have, like, a hard edge that sometimes we put up. Maybe we put it up in the wrong circumstance, but we're just used to having having to have our defenses up because of the way men are. And, like, obviously not all men, but, like, you know, a lot of the stuff that we encounter, we get hit on by unwanted specimens all the time and like you get things Bastard. shouted at you you get like just like you just have to have your defenses up so then if it's in a situation where you're not interested in a guy you want to make it clear and sometimes I think that can come across where oh what was wrong with her but it's like no dude I'm literally having to fend off people like left and right not like oh everyone's trying to date me but like literally just comments on the street from like weirdos yeah so, and it's I think also it, just it, like you don't want to like lead people on either and I feel like right. you're just like obviously be nice and pleasant but you don't want to take it yeah too far where they're getting the wrong idea because that's just like mm -hmm. the worst feeling in the world I feel like I had a boyfriend a long very long time ago and he was so nice to like all these girls like so nice like the extra yeah. mile and it's like those girls whether he was single with me or whatever they probably thought that he liked them but and it's like mm -hmm, you, you mm -hmm. just want to it's hard to find, I think, mm -hmm. that that stance of like how you want to present yourself. Yeah. Did you not like that? Yeah. No, I mean, I just think it's obviously you want to be polite to people, but it's hard to, you know, you don't want to lead people on and give them the wrong yeah. idea. Yeah. Shitty feeling. Have you been, mm -hmm. have you ever been catfished? I wouldn't say like the extreme where it was like a guy that showed up with like five legs, but, <laughs> but it's, you know, people look a little, you know, they turn out to be a little bit shorter. I remember years ago when I was living in New York, I went on a date and the guy's like legs were like dangling off the bar stool. Like he was like, <laughs> he was like, he was like four foot three. I was nervous I to like, I was nervous and God bless. I have a, a ton of, I know a ton of cute short, amazing guys who are, will be incredible husbands, partners, fathers, you name it. Just, that's just not what I want. Yeah. So I was nervous as soon as I got there. I was like, I don't want to stand up because I know what we're dealing with. Yes. <laughs> so Dude. there's in terms of like the short stuff and yeah, pictures are obviously different a lot of the time in person. It's, you know, I was listening to what Joey was saying on the previous episode and he was saying how Instagram is like a dating app. So when you're on either Bumble, <laughs> Bumble or Hinge, 
The next phase to get more evidence of what you're dealing with is to go to Instagram mm -hmm. and get more photos. And I have found that a lot of the photos that these guys use, they pull from Instagram, but some of them could go back as far as five or six years. Right. You're so right. it's like they're not current. You know, maybe some, you know, we can't help our <laughs> no genetics, hair, but sometimes yeah. there's some hair missing. You know, I'm I'm not missing. perfect. Fellas, I come in peace. I'm not saying I'm perfect, but you know, there's yeah. Sometimes they physically just don't look the way that they present themselves. I feel so, so bad. I I always like I, I don't know because I'm a short girl. I'm like I don't know. I have a soft spot for short guys. I also married a shorter guy. But like, do you ever feel like still it, taller than you though? Sure. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Oh well, I can't do shorter <laughs> yeah, than you. I would never look at weird. you like you're short. You're acting like you're like. The size of like a medium-sized dog or like you're not she, you're not you are literally the first person that doesn't think that <laughs> everyone's just like all. Alyssa you are like where are you they look like where is <laughs> Alyssa that's how, P that's how I, feel, I feel like that's how short I am that yeah, yeah I'm a little Yorkshire terrier but like do you ever feel like women have that kind of bad rep for always like feeling that type of way over short guys and bald guys like do you ever feel like an asshole for liking that I mean I mean you can't help what you what you want and what exactly. you like, visualize for yeah. yourself like those guys are gonna find girls are gonna love them for for who they are and it's like you can't help it that it's you know they you know it's like you see this shit online all the time I hate there's certain prompts on the apps that like hinge will it's required to answer certain questions to like give a sense of who you are mm -hmm. and you could like what, what those questions are like you like you will not want to date me if and I hate when people pick that question I would never choose that because guys will be like if you don't like to dance and if you're not like a Libra or a Scorpio or an Aries and it's like you sound like such a douchebag I hate when people pick mm -hmm. that question by the way but yeah. you hear guys saying just the specific stuff we're all guilty of having Types. things that we want and I think well, that's yeah. fine yeah. like See, obviously fine I feel like line. I sound like an asshole that I'm like I don't want to date a guy my height no I think there's a fine line I think we all need to be easier on ourselves in the sense that there's a fine line between being like an asshole and like honestly there's a re we are physically chemically attracted to certain people and certain yeah. people were not like you cannot actually help that and so I don't think there's anything wrong with being like I'm not attracted to someone shorter than me it doesn't have anything to do with their personality it's yeah. how I want to feel physically in a relationship I think that's fine I had a date like that Alyssa too and I was sitting on the he was so short so short like I mean and I was in heels and it was just even worse and I was like immediately I went through the date and we had a we had great conversation great time but I remember this sitting down we're sitting down talking for like an hour and a half and then I remember remembering while I'm sitting there because you're sitting down you're the same level I forgot and we're like talking and I was like oh yeah and then I remember we stood up and I was like oh man like <laughs> it actually gets in the way because you I don't care I want the person I'm with to be attracted to me and I don't want him to be like well I'm not really into brunettes but I like her personality I want them to be physically attracted to me too yeah you know and it's not gonna mm. you know it's not gonna like stop me i i've i've dated short guys <laughs> for sure it's not yeah. like i'm some asshole who's never like ventured into that territory i've given <laughs> it a chance i'm not like that shut off i'm not like this eight-year-old cat lady who's like no you know what i mean <laughs> so i'm like gonna give it a shot you know and just and if anything there's nothing wrong with somebody becoming a friend you know yeah. if there's no sexual attraction it's like you never know
what do you That's think? That's like the kiss of death. As, <laughs> They're as like, Fuck, a, I guess I'm her friend now. <laughs> 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 you know well, sometimes it's just as, how it happens it's also a little like, bit of a napoleon complex that i've noticed with short guys i don't know if you know oh if yeah you've, like some short guys are just so fucking like like fucking mean <laughs> just to be mean you know what i mean and just it's also so just like sensitive heavier, yeah it's also just like heavier guys are awesome because it's like they kind of like like there's always like the heavier funny guy it's like because right, they got a guy they're like hysterical because they're a little overweight and they just are like let me charm them with my wit i hate to say it i love it yeah no, I, I mean there's I, always I, stereotypes and <laughs> <laughs> well okay i was gonna ask if you um like what are some misconceptions obviously as a straight woman what do you think some common misconceptions are about women that you'd like others or men to to understand i think that they're just like we're all like scared, you know what I mean? It's like, we're all just trying to do the best with what, what like what we know, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's, I think that they think that, you know, we're just some other breed. It's like, we're the, we're the same people. And it's just like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It's it's I don't want to bring up the whole like clock ticking thing for women. It's something that we think about, you know, mm-hmm. we obviously think about settling down and wanting a family and it's, you know, there's these guys that, you know, they're well into their 50s or 60s and they have time. And it's like, we care. Like, this is something that for the most part, as little girls, we we think about marriage and we think about finding that person. And, you know, we might be a little crazy from time to time, but I think that that's something that makes us really happy. And guys, I don't know. I feel like you need to be a little bit more sensitive to us. I feel like mm. guys are just as crazy. Like, they really are. Like, I have a lot of single guy friends and like, Cause it's so interesting. That's why we love talking about this. And especially me, it's like, I, I, I talk to my guy friends and I talk to my, my single girlfriends and it's like, they're all complaining about the same thing Yeah. about like what, you know, especially with the dating apps, it's just like, Oh my fucking God, he put this question on his, on his hinge or whatever. And like, yeah. Oh my God. Like my one girlfriend, like she put her biggest pet peeve question. I hate, I hate that. Que- I don't like that question. I, know, but- I don't like those questions that, sh- that will. Yeah push somebody away just without even meeting you or talking to you um but her so hers what she put um was uh her biggest pet peeve was when guys compliment me without knowing me or something like that and then it's funny like that's her thing and then well then how are you supposed to be an online dating at all huh then how are you supposed to be online dating at all you know what I mean? Like, if you won't accept, you don't like it when guys compliment you without knowing you, yet you're online dating and nobody knows you yet. Yeah, that's weird. I mean, because it, it's interesting because like that's usually how people, that's usually how you initiate the conversation. Right. I'm usually like, you know, I'm usually like, I like your smile or somebody's like, I love your hair. Or like, oh, you're right. close with your mom. Like, it's kind of hard to like leave that out. That's the way that you make somebody True. almost like, feel secure in that weird, like minimal moment. It's right. You, know, you kind of have to see, start I, off on I think foot. I see both sides of it. It's like, yeah, it's kind of like inevitable because like, that's her thing. And like all of her DMS are just like, Hey, cutie. Hey, beautiful. Hey, like, Hey, hottie, whatever the fuck. And it's just literally like, like the guy did not go through her profile, her profile at all. Mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. just like, is it too much yeah. to ask to be like, Hey, like I saw your dog. Like, what's your dog's name? What do you like to do? Instead of going right to like, hey, hey, cutie. Hey, beautiful. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a diff- there's a classy way to do it and a tasteless way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, if but what's you're... the classy way? I think that I... like 
for me, I'm not receiving like those. T- I get some creepy DMs a lot. I mean, <laughs> but it's not, it's not, I'm not getting a whole, you know, slew of those, hey, cutie. So if I'm on an app and I'm getting something like that, it doesn't really bother me. I actually, I actually don't like when a guy doesn't compliment you when it's, well, mm. yeah, there's a, ta- there's a tasteful way to do it where it's, yeah. you know, but I don't know. It's always, but I if a like guy's nice listening, a- what should they, if they want to do that, what should we tell them is the classy way to do it? For me, I love when a guy is a little bit witty, if he can find something, which mm-hmm. it's funny because I just got my brother on the apps and I'm telling you, he needs a cast for his thumb. I have a video of him across. We live together. I have a video of him and his thumb is like, you know, it's like, and I'm like, you need to calm down. He's obsessed. But he tells me the things that he says. And obviously he's funny and he's super witty. I think that a funny way to get a girl's attention is find something in her photos, you know, make reference to it and, you know, kind of find something specific. But that's not complimenting you in your looks. it's more just it's like, like, oh, I saw that you were at a wedding or like I, your dog, like I said. But I think that it could lead you in that direction for them to find something charming about you or that's create the space for them to then compliment mm. you if they don't want to do it right up front. I don't know. I'm all about witty banter. Personally, if a guy can charm me or make me laugh, because usually I feel like I'm the funny one. That's what <laughs> like that's a panty yeah. dropper for me in my book, fellas. Like if you can make <laughs> me laugh or find something funny to talk about. While also complimenting me. I don't know if it's a hard. Yes, I, I just feel like if someone like their first thing, like this is their first initial DM or whatever you call it, like message. Yeah. It's, it's hey, beautiful. Or I love your eyes. I'll be like, Bleh. like, well, see, that's Bleh. what I think is like not the right way to do it. I think. But I don't think it's like, don't compliment me if you don't know me, because yeah. like nobody knows each other. You're trying to date. You don't know each other. So there's a way to compliment someone without being like, hey, sexy. Hey, beautiful. Love you. Like, mm. why does it always have to be about looks for one? But I get it. It's about looks when you're just literally scrolling through people on an app. It's about looks. But like if you can, like you said, it was, she's annoyed because it's the first you know, you thing can tell they if, say. You can, you can tell get if to a know guy, somebody. You can tell yeah, I mean, if a guy hasn't read your profile, hasn't doesn't know anything about you. Yeah, that's annoying. That's obnoxious. But I wouldn't I'd be hesitant to say to men like, don't compliment me if you don't know me, because it's like complimenting is a wide range of things. You could talk about like, wow, I really like you have a good eye for photography. I checked out your photography page or great, yeah, you have uh, literally like anything like that. And hot. I think anything that shows that you have you've done a little if you're talking online dating that you've like dug a little bit into who they are and you've learned some things and you can compliment someone on those things without being like what's up baby yeah like, or that's like, a classy way to I do it I feel like guys guys have said like oh I love it that you're from Jersey you know you know you must speak your mind or you must have a little bit of that flair and it's like that's a good compliment like I'm right. all about that. you know it's like it doesn't need to be this like vulgar crazy thing yeah that that's fun that's like that's fun that's more it's more you're trying a little bit harder than just love your eyes great it's like obviously you've matched there has to be some sort of attraction from both sides so of course it's like there it's a given i wouldn't have swiped right if i thought you were a fucking heifer am i allowed to say fuck on (laughs) you yes we have no obstructions it's because i'm from jersey (laughs) I can't help it. I love another Jersey girl, Alyssa, too. Oh, yeah. Um, what? Let's see. I want to have so many questions, but well, has the pandemic made you change the way that you approach men relationships or men in general? For me, it's like 
I have girlfriends that are so good at getting out there and my mother just, and then I start to feel guilty. Mm. So, and just now that my brother's on for me, (laughs) I feel like I need to go on because they need to go on and they're being like, just get yourself out there. So for me, I think that, you know, obviously the pandemic is one thing, but I have friends just going on all the time and they're like, just go on, just go on. And it's like, I feel like I'll go on and I'll window shop and I'll look and I'll swipe and I'm going to chat. But it's also just like, I don't really know how I feel like <laughs> feel about dating right now. So it's kind of like right. this like little bit of a weird system right now because it's like, I don't really know how I feel about going out and going on a date, but I feel like I still give myself credit for even going on. It's like this weird mind game that we play with our the mm. apps. And I know that you know, a lot of women can be the same way. It's scary. And it's like, you're scared to be disappointed. You know, you're scared to be rejected. There's like a lot of fear involved with apps in general. I've always had that type of personality. Yeah. I've always believed in like wanting to meet people uh, organically. I feel like especially Mm -hmm. because it's a shame to think that you could swipe by somebody who could be the perfect match, but you judge them specifically on looks. Whereas if you meet them out at a bar or through a friend and they're like what you would view as like a five, but like your fucking, your person, your soulmate. It's like, I hate that Mm -hmm. I know that I would give a, like, I hate, I sound like such an (laughs) asshole, but I would give like a five at a bar the time of day and give him a chance to to see what he's about. And then it's like, if somebody's not what I consider a 10 on an app, I'm just blasting right by his ass. And it's... (laughs) Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, no, it's like I would totally, you know, uh, unless I'm in like a prickly mood. (laughs) Well, it's funny because it just shows that we have... I hate that word. I just visualize like a cactus. (laughs) No, I hate it. I think it's terrible. But no, it's it's a tricky time for sure, but it's always been a tricky... It's always been tricky for me in general. And like the apps, you're right. It's really interesting because they create this like... I mean, Joey said it in our episode with him, but you create this fantasy of who this person is that you're not necessarily doing if you see someone in person you I mean you can kind of but it's like you meet them at a bar you talk to them and you just dive right into the moment with them versus sitting on your phone looking at different angles of their face imagining if maybe they would be this type of man like so then like you said you're you're like well I can just keep swiping I'm only gonna stop for the tens but like you're at in real life at a bar someone talks to you and also you know we all know like if you start talking to somebody and they're an incredible person, their attractiveness goes up. So yeah, it's like you can start talking to somebody, like you said, at the bar that maybe you're not like jumping up and down about how you're not like crazy physically attractive by the end of your conversation. You're like, wow, you're like a you're like a nine. I didn't know yeah. that, you know, but you don't I, get the opportunity to do that with apps. Yeah, it's you know, almost like what my mom has been doing is she will have phone calls like she'll get on the phone with them she, she's gone on a few little pandemic dates my mom is 64 just to reference I'm 34 she's 64 it's interesting because she's like they're all dogs you know it's funny like <laughs> she has she's, she's got to be I on love your episode. mom <laughs> I know, let me I tell love you dating Laura. is the same no matter what age you are it is so funny but uh wow. she she does a really good job of getting on the phone so it's like even mm. if you know like to and before wasting your time seeing somebody in person if you are going to it's really great to get on the phone with them because mm-hmm. i've done that i've actually done that before and this guy was chat, talking a mile a minute and i did i was just the phone was over here and i'm like hey i think i fell asleep <laughs> like he was just talking so much and i think that's a really if you're willing to do that it's a great way to like 
just save yourself time to see if there is a match. But mm -hmm. that's interesting. I know. Yeah, it's well, just scary. It's all scary. You just don't know how it's going to pan out. But. Do you and your mom? Because I know, or maybe you guys do this. I don't know. Like, do you guys ever like? share each other's like at or see each other's apps and see the guys you kind of swipe right and left on yeah I actually now that I'm home in New Jersey with her I re-downloaded Bumble for her and my mom is a dime I wonder if she's <laughs> listening she's probably she probably has her ear to the, the door I love she's your mom like, I hope so. my Lissy's doing good tell them they're dogs <laughs> <laughs> so she she was on match Zeus, Bumble. Mm. So when I come home, I'm like, hands it over. And um, she, I forgot what I lost my train of thought, but uh, um, she, yeah, get she'll, on do, each other's... she'll do some swiping for me. I'll do some swiping for her. And she's, you know, she'll read, she'll look, she'll be like, oh, Virgo, no, I don't want that. <laughs> but um, I remember last summer I was home and I was on her phone and I was like, basically like chatting with a guy for her. And, and by the way, my mom, I made her lower her age range because she looks great. She's 64, but I'm like, lower it to 50 because these guys that are like, mm -hmm. I'm sorry, whoever has a dad that looks a little older, but they all look like Santa Claus. And I'm like, mom, you look, you're hot. Like lower it to 50. She's like, oh, it's too much of a generational gap. But this guy said to her, he's like, you have such a kissable face and said something like really sexual. And I was like, I was like texting for her and I'm like, okay, oh my cool, God, wait, buddy. I like, I, I, like I, was so, I was so grossed out by it. I don't know what it was. I think it was because just I was it's pretending your mom. to be her. The fact that you mom. were texting for her is just such a wild thing. Like, That's so yeah, stressful to me. Like, I was oh. texting her daughter the entire time. <laughs> it's, uh, I just, I got creeped out. I had to give her her phone Does back, she text but... guys for you on your app? No, but I probably would let her. She'd be, I feel like she'd be just. I very, feel like that should be, like, or it, maybe it is an MTV show. <laughs> Seriously. I, think, that's I feel hilarious. like that would be a great idea for me, for me and my mom to swap. It's kind phones. of like Freaky Friday, but like the online dating version. That would be hilarious, actually. Or if my mom actually showed up on my date. Oh, you know, it's a funny story, actually. Uh, not sure if he's going to listen to this. We'll call him Gus. Um, <laughs> I was on vacation with my mom last year, and I, or a few years ago, I went to, to the bathroom and the waiter came up to my mom and was like I think your daughter's you know x y and z she seems like great and my mom's like oh here take her number <laughs> and he called me and we hung out <laughs> that's so sweet that's really yeah cute. it's really funny so, and what happened a, what happened with the waiter <laughs> oh just a little you know just a little, little summer fun you know summer <laughs> Summer fun. Insert that Grease song. What is it? Summer loving had Summer loving. So, so yeah, she she's got good taste. But so, like, I'm curious because you and I have had some discussions about. Um, but this was like a while ago when the world was what it was before, and we were working yeah. together. But um, about the kind of thing that you have been conditioned to want in a man, in terms of like, I remember you having a conversation with me about like, well, I've. I've always assumed that I would marry or date somebody who has this or who's like this. And, and you were like in your mind wrestling between like, wait, why do I expect that of somebody? Where am I in my life? Why do I think I need a man who has that? Like, what are the expectations that were that like you grew up thinking like, I need to find somebody who has this and this and this and this that you have dismantled as you've gotten older. 
Or have they? <laughs> right. Yeah. So for me, <clears throat> excuse me as I dive into this. Um, <laughs> no, it's like I came from a very stable home, like great family, you know, older brother who loved me, was just a mm-hmm. very good brother to me, just funny, witty. My dad, provider, stable, like never any real mood swings in the house. I never really dealt with moody people. And that's something that I'm dealing with just even outside dating, just dealing with people that have moods mm-hmm. as an adult. I don't really know, you know, I'm still learning how to be assertive and how to be confrontational because it's not mm-hmm. something that was really shown in the home. If my mom was having mm-hmm. issues with my father, she was smart that she's like, I don't want my kids to see this. We're going to talk in the bedroom. I never yeah. really mm-hmm. saw that. So for me, when approaching dating, it was always just like steady, reliable, funny, witty. Mm -hmm. It's just like I always expected um, to have that. And I feel like if I didn't have that, I felt like something was off. And I think that as I'm getting older, I'm trying to obviously find those characteristics, but I'm trying to just be a little bit more open-minded and let go of that. Obviously, the steady and the reliable is something that's important. But in terms of like, just that whole package that you have, like tall, light eyes, like all these things. Right. It's like I'm trying to just say yes to things. Obviously not yes to things that in the back of my mind are toxic, and that's a whole other story. Right. But it's like you know what you want, but when you're, you know, obviously I'm not an old bird yet. I'm in my <laughs> mid-30s, but I'm trying to just go with the flow. And mm-hmm. I think that as we get older, obviously our intuition, we have to really – trust our intuition and it's like I so many times even starting back from when I was 15 me and my girlfriends used to sneak out with guys that were like in college Mm -hmm. and that became this whole this era of being obsessed and it's like we knew it wasn't good for us we were having a good time but I continued on with those patterns of like it's like I know you're not for me but I'm just Mm -hmm. gonna chase you it's like, mm-hmm. even though I don't want you, I'm still going to chase you. I want you to want me so I can say no to you. And I have right. lived in that for so long. And I am finally, and you know, you know what bothers me about dating? And so many women hear this from like their older relatives. It's like, just have fun in the meantime. I fucking right. hate that so much because, <laughs> because I have been having fun for a fucking decade. For two, right. two decades, I've been going out. <laughs> And having fun. And the thing is, you go out, you have fun, you get attached. And then when you think you're not attached, you end up finding yourselves living in this like illusion. I've created Mm -hmm. these illusions of men that aren't right for me, but I make them out to be like they are. Mm -hmm. You go out, you have fun, whatever. You sleep with one of them. You create these illusions. (laughs) You get attached. You release Mm -hmm. that. You release that. What is it called? Oxytocin. When you sleep with somebody, right? Chemicals (laughs) come flowing out, and it's like you're my daddy. (laughs) and it's it's like it's like here I am it's been two decades and I'm chasing the ones that aren't right for me because I went out and had fun and thought I can handle it it's like I know that I can't handle it anymore and it's like we have to be honest with ourselves yeah I mean why we why do we glamorize why do we glamorize like being emotionally unintelligent or unaware it's like you know, it's so glamorized, like you said, like, oh, just go out and have fun. Well, A, we all do that. Most people do that because you're young anyway. But like that mentality is like always preached, whether you're OK, you're 20 or 25, you're 30 or 35 or 40. And there's always going to be 
part of society being like, just go have fun. Just go have fun. And I it's hate like, it. Why do we well, glamorize like not actually stand like standing for something and being like, no, this is what I want. I don't want anything less than this. But in it's so glamorized to be like, whatever. Yeah. And it's like, and then, and then the other thing that bothers me, this is like a whole other topic is that, you know, they say it's going to happen when you least expect it. <laughs> and it's like, fuck off. It's like, <laughs> I have literally, I been literally in say my, that <laughs> I have. Oh yeah. Fuck you. You've been married for like 20 years. <laughs> I literally say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I have been doing that. I haven't been moping around. There are moments I used to be more depressed about being single, but it's like I'm going out. I'm living my life. You know, my mom always says this is a quote for Laura from Laura. <laughs> it's like rejection is God's protection. Your body is a temple, not yes. a visitor center. And it's like I am going out. And it's like you you do have to ultimately trust that the, the universe. I know that sounds very woo woo. It's like they have a plan and it's yeah, I am going to focus on like my career and I do I don't know if this is just something that I do, but it's like I have this innate trust mm-hmm. that once I am in this place where I know it's supposed to happen, it's supposed to happen. I don't, I think that deep down inside, this has probably been something that's like I'm now realizing is that I, um, I'm realizing that I've always feared that love will get in the way of my career. And that a man will distract me from chasing my dreams. I had a medium tell me that was something that I had to juggle in a mm. past life. That oh. I literally ditched men to focus on, like, my career. And so mm. I think that right now mm. I deep down fear that I can't have it all. And it's, you know, I'm now mm. learning to trust that process. I feel like pursue your so career, pr- Pursue your career. Trust the man will come. And you're just going to have that, that very, like, well-rounded you know, full life. And, like, at the end of the day, I feel like you know, the law of attraction in the sense of I truly believe that like the first love affair that everybody should have is with themselves and Mm -hmm. like really falling in love with who you are and like just the excitement of who you want to become and just like not in a selfish fuck everybody else way, but in a real like I am so in love with who I am and who I want to become mm-hmm. and who I will become and all of those things. And when you see that light in somebody else, it attracts you. So once you're in, I feel like I really believe like once somebody's in that place of just like, I know what brings me joy and like not saying like, I'm always fine to be alone. I don't ever want anybody. That's not it. But like really loving who you are, finding joy in life and being proud of who you are and growing yourself, that attracts people. Yeah, confidence does. I, I've always felt like, feel like I always knew my career had to come first because there have been times where I have been unemployed and it's like, I'm not going to go on a dating app. Like a guy is going right. to ask me about my job. And I've, I'm always, I always feel so insecure. That's like a huge thing for me. I'm not going to go on a date with a guy because he's going to ask me about my job. But it's also like, I forgot who said it. It was like a fame, like it was like a quote by a celebrity. It's like, you shouldn't ask people what they do. It's like, ask people Mm -hmm. what makes them happy. But it's like, not everyone is caught up to that speed. And it's like, I still lose sight of that. It's like, I'm still thinking about my title. It's like, you live in LA or you've lived in New York. And it's like, I feel like this title is going to give me the confidence to even go on a date. I've been so insecure about it for so long. Well, that's, we talk about common misconceptions. That's 
like a huge common misconception with women because men think that they're they're the only ones that feel like they have to have their life together before settling down. Like you right. talk to my, yeah. sing, my my single guy friends are like, oh, I just I'm not making enough to have a girlfriend. I'm just like not making, I'm not doing, I'm not where I'm at, not where I'm at. Yeah, common misconception. Yeah, women are going through the same exact fucking thing, mm-hmm. and yeah. and especially like it's so. I mean, this is a what we were talking about earlier. Kind of also brings back the whole like half fun thing, like. I feel like not many women actually get told that. I mean, not saying that they don't. I feel like men get told that all the fucking time. Oh, just have fun. So they're used to having fucking fun. And, and so we have to have- like, yeah, so we're just here trying to have fun with them. But like, like you said, <laughs> the clock could be ticking for us. And therefore we catch feelings in the process. And yeah. what the fuck? Right. I mean, older. Yeah, no, that's true. Like a man, like you said, Alyssa. Well, you're both Alyssa. So here we are. <laughs> But um, <laughs> like, could yeah. be like, could be like, oh, you know, I'm 50 now. It's time to really get serious. And they can always pick from a pool of younger women who still have their eggs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, yeah, it's interesting. It's really interesting. And I do think that, like, you know, the whole just have fun. Um, there's no point in saying Alyssa, you said this because I keep doing that, and you're both Alyssa. But other Alyssa, <laughs> you said, um, like, oh well, you know, men. Men are always told that, and you're right. And women get that messaging. We tell each other that because we see that men are told that, and we're like, "What the fuck?" Like we, Let's we're gonna fun. do it too. So it's it's our it's us that are telling each other, like, just go have fun. Don't worry about it. And it's a it's a reaction to the way that we know men are thinking. Like, well, if they're thinking this way, we can too. So you're right. It's like this reactive thing, but it's not actually. At the end of the day, I think. I think it's good advice maybe when you're like 20. I don't think it's good advice when you're 28, 30, 35. I don't think it's necessarily the way to go. Mm-hmm. But we just kind of like stick with it as though that's the be- that's the most free-spirited way. Free-spirited is literally like being in touch with your intuition and like making your own decisions. And if you're just going with society telling you something, that's not free-spirited. Yeah. I feel like we're it's all Charlotte's. Like- but trying to be Samantha's, you know, <laughs> I, I was actually just watching Sex and the City with my mom. It's, it was one of the earlier seasons when Charlotte was having issues with Trey getting it up. And she like had oh, these fantasies yeah. about fucking the gardener. Yeah. Yeah. And then she like, doesn't make out with him. And she and they're like, oh, Charlotte's been making out with the gardener. With, yeah, Mr. McDougal's gardener. And, uh, <laughs> and, and Trey's like, huh. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Why it's are funny. they acting like that's OK? My brother always says to me that I'm going to end up with like, like a Harry. Isn't that his name? Like Charlotte. That, I was literally just going to say that. She, I was like, that's a Harry. Sh- like, you need a Harry. No. Yeah. I was just about to say how aggravated I've been with my brother. So <laughs> stop talking. I'm going to mute you. <laughs> no, but it's annoying because he's like, you need somebody who's just going to be like a little nerdy. Who's just going to like answer all your questions. I'm like, dude, I'm not like a, like, I don't ask that many questions. Wait, no, Alyssa, he's right. He Stop! is right. Uh, Thank you. No, I'm not. I'm not going to Harry is an angel. Ex- well, okay, I'm he's not, not going to. Hello, sexual attraction. I'm not. No, no, no. I, that's what I'm saying. But he's that not was Charlotte's look like thing Harry too. Looks on- Charlotte wasn't attracted not- to him, remember? And then she was like, I'm he's a not- fucking idiot. He's the best sex I've ever had. I shouldn't have said this to you guys. I'm <laughs> well, honestly he gave really her the best sex. I'm not he marrying feel- Harry. He made her feel like everything <laughs> that Trey wasn't giving her. Because you think also, Trey, because that's the thing too. It's like Trey was is like the impi- the uh, the epitome antithesis. No epitome. I've, 
I've never actually it? used the word antithesis. Epitome. 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 <laughs> oh, yeah. Epitome is the epitome of what we're supposed to want, right? Like a tall, great hair, uh, dark feet, whatever, handsome, doctor, comes from Just money, for the like full yeah. package. And then what the fuck happened? He couldn't well, also, rise to the occasion. With, this is like kind of a, definitely, a, definitely a tangent. Trey was not attractive. <laughs> Trey's not attractive. Why are we always told brainwashed into these like generic looking white men are attractive? What? Well, neither was big. I think it. I think it's a '90s boomer attractive. Like you know, but but that's part of the programming. Like you were saying earlier, of like we're told, like Alyssa, you were saying, you like we're told, tall dark features or light eyes or like it's just all subtly ingrained. When really I look at these people and I'm like, huh. No, thank you. Also, I don't think yeah. we're saying you're going to end up with someone that looks like Harry. The no. point is you're going to end up with somebody who you don't expect. Yes, who, like, totally. Call, so yeah, basically, he's going to be your divorce lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I'm open-minded. I honestly, I said honestly twice in like 10 seconds, but I would be open to dating a Harry. I, I would. Good. I wouldn't say no to it. If he was charming... I'm at that phase in my life. As Harry's I'm, are. They're as, charming. <laughs> I'm going to kill you guys in like an hour. <laughs> oh, my God. I would I, I would totally. I would go on a date with Harry. I would. Yeah. I really would. I'd be open-minded about it. Listen, Harry's, send us your DMs. Send yeah, us your, DM us. you know, headshots <clears throat> and your your one sheet. <laughs> yep. Yep. Totally. Yep. We'll forward it on to Alyssa. Get on our YouTube. See Alyssa's glowing face with her vibrant brunette curly hair. Stop it, Molly. It's like you're reading a little sex novel. And then you, and then, and then you slid right into her DMs. Her juicy DMs. Before we let you go, I'm interested, like, if you could tell your younger self, your 15-year-old self that's just about to enter the dating pool, like, what advice would you give her down the road of, like, what to look for, what not to look for? What serves you, what doesn't serve you? Um, I would tell my younger self, oh, up i would just say (laughs) just can just continue to have an open mind you know continue to learn about what you're what you want for yourself and how to be the best version of you Mm. like once you feel good about yourself you're going to attract somebody that that's at that exact same level and never think any less obviously don't settle um and find your hairy like (laughs) and find your and also (laughs) This is something my mom says to me. Don't compare yourself to anybody else. Because mm. yeah. my mom yeah. would say, you know, when she first, you know, married my dad, that these this couple next door, they were moving into a bigger house and then they were in the smaller house and they wanted the bigger house. It's like you can't really compare yourself to anybody else's path. It's like no. there is enough um, success and abundance for everybody in this life. It's not limited. Yeah, yeah. there's no, there's right. enough. There's enough for everybody to go around. It's not like just five people in this world are going to have the one true love of their life or all this wealth. It's like everybody can have it. You just have to, like, keep your eyes open to it, to accepting it, Mm -hmm. basically. And the grass is always greener. Just because they might have one thing doesn't mean they have it all fucking figured out. And that and same goes for yourself. Like, nothing's ever going to be perfect. Yeah, it's like, you know, I would have. I probably would have said, you know, take your time. Wait mm-hmm. until you're wait until you're 34, 35, have 36. Fun. You've gotten a clearer vision of like 
go through your shit by yourself, not by yourself, yeah. but you know what I mean? Learn yeah, what you yeah. need to learn. And then you can, you know, obviously find that person. There's nothing wrong with finding people when you're 22 and then they have to find ways to grow together. Mm-hmm. That was very much so for our parents' generation. Mm-hmm. For the most part, they got married young and had to find ways to grow or, yeah, you know. Yeah, to grow together because they already had their person. But we actually, it's a luxury to be able to grow as you decide and then find your person. Yeah, so I'd say just, you know. I'm like, that's like literally what I did. <laughs> like, we, I mean, that's we what were I was saying. 20. I'm not judging it. Yeah, no, we were but 20. Did, but, it, but this yeah, but is. You didn't get married is, at 20. No, we weren't married at 20, but it was, yeah, we were like, it was like a done deal when we met, sort of. But like, that's why that's I do beautiful. kind of believe in that it happens when you least expect it. Yeah. <laughs> because you gotta trust so, you gotta yeah trust you gotta trust process. and be open because when i first met ryan i was like oh my god dorky no he was giving he was <laughs> trying to be like too handsy like uh, with me like right away and i was like mm, no he's being weird to my best friend melanie i was like please tell me he's being weird like i can't i can't and she did and he like calmed down but i was just like there's something in me that was just like can't fucking i can't he's a good guy i can't not <laughs> Cause like that, that part of me was just like, fuck that. Like, oh, he's like not cool enough or whatever I I was putting in my head. I didn't think I was wrong. At the end of the day, there's not, the point is, cause there isn't, there's not, there's never one way to do it. There's not one story. Some people have crazy, beautiful, mad love stories at 20 years old. Like you and Ryan, you know, like, I think there's so much beauty and importance in that, that the danger is when people assume that it is one way to do it. Right. And like, yeah, oh, true. man, I'm 28. I haven't met my person. What's wrong with me? I'm 35. Oh, no, no. Yeah, my yeah, person. Yeah. But like, it's really a thing of like, look, when it happens, it happens. Mm-hmm. And your life. And in the meantime, don't put anything on hold for yourself <laughs> because you haven't found your person in the sense of like, um, I was listening to a podcast the other day and the girl was like, I used to tell myself certain things were like for when I was in a relationship, like when I'm in a relationship, I'm going to have a bunch of plants and I'm going to have a house that's like filled <laughs> with plants. And she's like, what the hell? Like, you don't just date someone and then start buying plants. She's like, I can just buy plants now. <laughs> but it's stuff like that that we tend to put on hold it's, and assume. There was this this my dad. Uh, what he was reading or what seminar he went to, but he gave me this three word phrase and it was like, be do have you have to be it first in order to have it. You don't think that having or acquiring mm-hmm. something or having something is going to make you something. Mm. So it's like I love you that. have to live by the be, do, have, not the have, be, right. do. Right. Um, also another thing that I feel like I would tell myself is that don't go into, you know, trying to find this person that's going to complete all of you. There's things that you want, like you want laughter, you want obviously reliability. There could be, you know, you Mm -hmm. want this guy to like museums. You know what? Maybe he doesn't fucking like museums, but you have other people to fulfill Mm -hmm. those needs that you know will be in your life forever. Absolutely. Just say he doesn't like baseball. It's fine. Yes. Your brother likes baseball. It's okay. And people can learn to like those things. Mm -hmm. People Mm -hmm. over time can like those things. I remember super vulnerable comment, but one of my ex-boyfriends was like, you know, we don't like talk about the news. This was like so long ago and I was so hurt by it. So I started Mm. reading the news and like sharing articles and he like (sighs) didn't acknowledge it. And I was like, dude, I'm like, obviously everyone should be a little informed about what's going on in the world. And I wasn't, I was in my twenties. I was living in la la land, just getting drunk all the time. And so I started reading and he didn't acknowledge it. And it's like, if you want to be better for that partner as well, or change or get into something you can, if you want to. Yeah. 
it's always yeah. there. There's always yeah. room to grow. But in terms of going into initial dating, it's like you can find those things in the people around you as well. Right. It might not be look- the exact yin to your yang. It's like funny. one person can't fulfill everything for you. That's why we need many loved ones in our life yeah exactly right. exactly and when you and were that's re- normal when you were reading the mm-hmm. news did he do anything that you wanted him to do that he wasn't I tried I tried to get him into like doing more like spiritual seminars and whatnot yeah, and did he did but he had a lot of negative things to say about it well we're not with this <laughs> so, guy anymore for a reason <laughs> I don't think he would listen to this but but yeah it's so you know that so let's was, name drop before we go end. name drop him now go <laughs> His name was Gus. Oh. <laughs> so Snooze. weird. I keep dating Gus's. <laughs> All right, Alyssa. Oh. I love you. Thank you so much for coming Thank on you. and talking about all this shit. I love you guys. I feel like I could keep talking for five hours. So I, I know. hope you invite We're me back. I know, always. Radio. Oh, we will. Trust me, we will. We should have everybody that, like you, Joey, we should all just like have a big little Ooh. like. My mom. That's what I was going to say. Mom. Laura dating, her own dating after 35 years of marriage. Yeah, let's talk about that. I love. Oh, fuck yeah! She's got more stories than me. She's gonna make me look like a little, little fucking <laughs> shitty interviewer. <But> whatever. <laughs> Never. Love you. I'm just kidding. All Thank right, I so love much. you guys. Well, <laughs> I'm so grateful for that hilarious and enlightening conversation. Like we, I mean, I can't. I- I just as soon as Sex in the City gets brought up, I'm just like, right. well, you're a Charlotte because of this. And this is a Harry because of this. Obviously, Trey represents this to you. I mean, she had like so, such good points, too. And I think it's just what my main takeaway is just her being like, look, we're all out here trying to portray something, trying to get something, trying to find somebody. But at the end of the day, like we're all we're not that different. And, yeah. you know give people not not like a second chance per se but like understand that people have more layers than whatever you see at first absolutely yeah so i'm grateful to her for coming on um thank you guys for tuning in to our going rogue number two um for our charity nonprofit, we are doing black lives matter that's right you can't get away from it we're (laughs) never gonna stop so black lives matter Founded in 2013 in response to the acquittal of Trayvon Martin's murder, um, Black Lives Matter Foundation is a global organization in the U.S., U.K., and Canada. Their mission is to eradicate white supremacy and build local power to intervene in violence inflicted on black communities by the state and vigilantes. BLM works for a world where black lives are no longer systematically targeted for demise. It is a collective of liberators who believe in an inclusive and spacious movement to affirm black humanity, black contributions to this society, and black resilience in the face of deadly oppression. To donate, go to blacklivesmatter.com and click donate. Please do it. And please follow us on uh, Instagram and Twitter at the SOS pod. Subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, rate us and everything that uh, you can find podcasts. Rate us five stars. Leave a review. It helps us so much in the algorithm to reach more people. Um, And we're on YouTube. You can see these beautiful ladies talk about fun things on YouTube. So (laughs) please do that. And uh, we love you. And here's to turning meltdowns into magic. 